Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Happy Me Radio Show with Lillian Daniels. This is the first episode of the year where we're going to discuss food. And you are listening to the Happy Me Radio Show with Lillian Daniels. And we are on Rainbow Rainbow Soul and um, Blake Radio Network on Rainbow Soul. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today on this awesome, awesome Saturday. I'm in New York City. And it is, I don't want to say it's warm, but it's sunny. And it's really nice and sunny. Um, The weather has been quite interesting. So that's always nice, uh, especially knowing New York York and New York City winters, especially. Um, So you're tuned in. You're tuned in to the Happy New Radio Show with Lillian. And as we've been discussing, we're going to start talking about more that really adds to allowing you to enjoy your best life. You know, um, and this isn't a resolution thing. This is a lifelong thing. So this is going to be going on throughout the whole year. Uh, the, really, the plan is to have first Saturdays we talk about knees. Second Saturday we talk about food. Um, the third Saturday we're probably going to talk about yoga. And in the last one, we're going to talk about things that we can do on a daily basis that really kind of contribute to our livelihood, so how we can do better at work, how we can be more proactive, um, productive, and, you know, topics like, you know, handling our finances. So today, we're going to talk about food, um, my favorite topic. And what we're going to discuss are winter foods that, you know, contribute to longevity. So what can you eat during the winter that is, one, going to help give you vitality, give you energy, allow you to accomplish your goals, 
And, of course, too, that tastes absolutely delicious. Um, food isn't a time for us to really punish ourselves. It's a way, opportunity for us to really enjoy uh, some of the greatest, just the greatest items on this earth. And at the same time, it's really there to give us energy um, to fuel and to fuel our body. So I'm really going to discuss some really cool dishes that, I don't want to say cool, but um, some of my favorite dishes that really keep me energized, most importantly keep me warm uh, during during the wintertime. Visit thehappyme.com, and if you have knee issues and knee pain, certainly visit there and get your free Happy Me gift. Um, in addition to that, use the code RADIO to get $10 off of anything in the Happy Me store. Um, but specific, specific to today, you know, make sure you get the Food for a Pain-Free Me Guide. That is phenomenal. It literally includes everything that I really worked, um, well, ate when I was re- really fixing my, my knee um, after the torn ACL. And it gives you a guide as to what you should eat, what, what you shouldn't eat, and why. You know, we want to give the why and, of course, solutions as to what you can eat. Well, let's get started on what you can eat that contributes to vitality, that contributes to giving you the energy that you need so that you can just go out there and share your awesomeness with the world. Um, one thing that I am really, really particular about is just keeping a high energy level because it's really kind of the worst when you want to do so much, but you literally the energy. You don't have the energy, your your joints hurt, or, you know, you're just tired, or, you know, you're suffering from the itis. And these are all things that everyone, you know, a lot of people deal with. And, you know, I deal with them. I, I would deal with them. Um, and I was just like, you know, I can't, if I want to accomplish you know, a specific goal, I don't have time to be in pain. I don't have time to not have enough energy to go from event to event um, and finish tasks without being interrupted. So the first top, the first dish that I'm going to really um, discuss is black bean soup. Now, I apologize. This might sound boring to some people. But let me tell you, it is pretty much magic in a bowl. So why is it magic in a bowl? Um, When I'm thinking about winter dishes, um, and, you know, when I'm thinking about dishes overall, you've got to think about, okay, I have to go, I have to go, what tastes good, and all that stuff. But especially when it comes to winter dishes, able to really focus on things that, of course, taste good, but especially to those out there with knee challenges, Eating foods that have um, food that have ingredients that stimulate growth circulation is so so helpful. And one good thing about wintertime, in addition to snowmen, is that it's an opportunity for you to really enjoy soup and to enjoy soups that you can really hide um, different ingredients that promote blood circulation. For example. Cinnamon. Now, that wouldn't go into this specific soup, but in some <clears throat> some other soups, depending on the spice um, layout, you might actually add cinnamon. So, like cinnamon, cloves, 
Now, for the black bean soup, what I add, um, it's, a, it's a soup where I really get to add in a lot of spices, um, like a lot of green spices and a lot of chilies. So it's a, it's a dish where I will add in um, chopped up jalapeno peppers. You can saute in, you know, pepper flakes, add in garlic, um, and when it comes to the green leafy herbs, uh, you are cooking the black beans in a bay leaf, and you're sautéing the onions and all the other vegetables in um, thyme and or basil. And so it's really a great opportunity to just kind of like pile it all in there, and the opportunity for you to mess up is pretty much non-existent. So to all those new cooks in there, no, out there, no stress, no stress. Um, and you can start out just by, you know, adding a little bit, um, you know, a little bit of the spices that you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't know if I'm going to be too spicy. You know, you can add a little bit at a time, and then you get to see, you know what, I really, really like thyme or I really, really like garlic. And you can add more as you go. I'm heavy, heavy-handed on the garlic, and uh, I'm trying to get more heavy-handed on the cayenne pepper because that really, really helps in terms of blood circulation and just adding, like, really a kick to the dish, which is absolutely awesome. So let me go through this now. Um, I can post this recipe for you guys as well, but let me go through the, just kind of the rundown of it. Um, The rundown of it is you're going to have black beans. Now, when it comes to the black beans that you use or any beans that you use, you want to use dried. You do want to use dried beans, and that's really just to get to the root of, you know, you know, one of the philosophies that we have, which is you want to cook your food. You want to see where it, you know, see know what's in it, and you want to know how to prepare it. And I understand a lot of people are busy. You know, you want you want to take convenience into consideration, and to avoid that or to take care of that challenge, you might want to cook them ahead of time. Um, Black-eyed peas as well as chickpeas uh, are especially, especially good uh, bean options that you can cook ahead of time, and then you can freeze and use later. So right off the bat, you want to use black beans. And what's awesome about that, like say you're, you know, you live by yourself, or you're just cooking for one, you can buy um, from the bulk section, and that allows you to not have to buy as much, but it also allows you to buy organic. And so that's one of the tricks to really avoiding the huge price tag that some people are, you know, terrified of, but still getting the huge benefit of eating healthy. So um, get your dried black beans, soak them overnight or soak them um, over during the day while you're at work for about five hours. And then you're going to rinse them off. Well, you rinse them off beforehand, then you soak them so that you can really use the water or whatever water remains. Um, and then you're just going to, like, you know, bring them to a boil with water and cook them with a bay leaf and some, uh, usually, I use cumin and salt. Um, and so then you just cook them, and then you have your black beans that you can use for your soup. And then you're going to saute and chop up your basic vegetables. So those are... The basic vegetables are celery, carrots, and onions. Now, another thing to note is with those vegetables, one, a lot of those like carrots, celery, and onions 
are vegetables that are especially in season during the wintertime, and they're so affordable, like carrots and celery and onions. Like using those as a base and using more and more of those really allows you to say you have a target for how much money you want to spend on food. That will help you meet that target. And so you can use those as a base, but say you want to add on more other additions that are good are green peppers, red peppers, and jalapeno peppers. It's so very, very delicious. And then you're going to have your garlic, and you just want to peel your garlic, mash it. If you have a garlic press, awesome. If you don't, no problem. Just mash it um, and chop it up and throw it right in there. And so you just saute the vegetables, and then you add in the, the um, you'll add in the beans that have been cooked, and you know also and also the spices, and then you're good to go. And so what's awesome is that this can be used for, say, a, a soup to accompany your salad or something else during lunch, but it can also be used to be put over brown rice, brown rice and quinoa, or just your quinoa in the evening. And so it can transition you from lunch to dinner, allowing you to cut down on time and allowing you to really get the nutrients that you need to stay warm and stay moving, you know, during the winter time. So that's the black bean soup. Um, I will put up a link. I will include the link to that recipe. And if you want it for yourself, you can um, definitely get that recipe as well as many more and other techniques at thehappyme.com. Use the code RADIO for $10 off. And it's just, it's, it's like a, a family recipe. It's something I've been cooking for years and watching my grandmother and my mom cook for years, and everybody knows dishes made by grandmothers, those are, you know, those are gems. <laughs> so we went over black bean soup, and overall, whatever soup you're making, take advantage of the opportunity to add in spices that will help with blood circulation. Those spices include cinnamon, um, cumin, jalapeno pepper, cayenne pepper, um, pepper flakes, and just things that will really keep the blood flowing because during the winter months, it is cold. So not only are we trying to get, keep our body and our energy up, but we're also using extra energy to keep our bodies warm. So you adding in the hot peppers or any other stimulants, those are really great in terms of helping us uh, stay warm and use our energy right. So, you you know, try out the black bean soup. Now, the second um, the second winter necessity uh, that contributes to vitality is, I say, um, cashew milk. And, you know, I make it from scratch. Um, and now the reason it's a necessity is we use dairy so much <clears throat> in everything that we do. And in, in reducing the in, our intake of dairy, you know, a lot of people are allergic to it or some people are lactose intolerant and such. But it's also an opportunity to really, um, you know, cut back on con congestion and such. So during the winter months, it's cold. A lot of people will get sinus challenges and all that stuff. And by cutting back on your dairy, you can help to kind of combat that. Um, so in addition to, you know, the whole not adding to your cold aspect, um, cold as in, you know, catching a cold, cold. Um, but in addition to that, 
we're, you know, even during the summer months or the spring and fall, we are going to consume milk. Um, so what I love during the wintertime are, is chai. I love chai tea, and I love even more than that uh, having milk to add into my chai tea. And so I don't really, I don't drink whole milk, and I don't drink soy milk. So I think, not I think, but I found that cashew milk is an awesome, awesome alternative when I make it myself. And so for that recipe, it's simply one cup of, one cup of uncooked cashews, five hours, and then you're going to blend them together with four cups of water. Boom. That is it. If you want to get a little fancy, you can add in some cinnamon. You can add in a little vanilla. But that is as complicated as it gets. And for that, you get about like a quart, you know, a quart of milk. And it's about, I want to say, once you calculate, um, calculate it out, you can say you use organic cashews. Um, it's about like 125, 130, depending on where you are. I'm in New York City, so it might be even, you know, more affordable other places. But you know, you have that 125. Like, imagine how much a cup of coffee costs. Um, and with that you, 125, you have a whole quart of milk. So, the second recommendation I um, highly suggest is, you know, trying out cashew milk or, and you know, it's just the one cup of uh, I don't want to say raw, but I want to say uncooked cashews. And you can use even cashew pieces, which are more affordable. Um, and so you use the one cup of uncooked cashews, and you, you soak them, and then you add in a quart of milk. And you can even add in more water. I mean, uh, not, not a quart of milk, a quart of water. And you can even add in more water if you want a little less thickness, right, or less richness. And so you can add, once you have the milk made, you can add that to your chai tea. If you're a coffee drinker, you can add it to your coffee, you know, as a creamer. Um, you can use it for baking. You can use it to add to your, say, you have cereal in the morning. You can use, all, use it for all of those. And I would even, you know, recommend trying it out for, trying it out as an alternative um, to dairy for a week and seeing if anything changes, see if you experience anything at all. Um, I've gone so long without drinking uh, dairy or using it for a lot of my cooking, um, but off the bat, I just enjoy the taste. Like, I love it. I love it. Um, sometimes when I drink my chai tea, it's almost, you know, cashew milk with a little bit of chai as opposed to what it should be, which is chai tea with milk. So definitely um, look at that recipe, and I'll include that in the show notes as well. Um, it's really, really delicious. So those are the two main um, items that I wanted to at least start off with. So for you guys that are just tuning in, be sure to check out thehappyme.com. Use the code RADIO um, to get $10 off of anything in the Happy Me store. I highly, highly recommend the Food for a Pain-Free Meat um, Guide. That is something that has been compiled and has includes all the nuggets um, that I use in terms of what I eat as well as what I did to really keep heal my knee from ACL tear. So, like, what did I eat, you know? And so um, 
I enjoy it for that reason, and I highly, highly recommend it for anyone that has these challenges because it gives you a basic guide as to what you should, what you shouldn't eat, um, as well as giving you some really delicious, thought-out um, dishes that you should eat. So we don't just give you a recommendation on what not to do, why not to do it, but we really give you solutions so that you can move forward and replace your challenging habits with those habits that are going to enhance your quality of life. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy that. And if you have any questions, you can absolutely call in at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. And so we spoke about black bean soup, we touched upon cashew milk. Um, so black bean soup is really to help increase circulation, adding spices increases circulation, especially during the winter months. Uh, cashew milk helps to um, say you have the sniffles and the cold during the you know winter months. It helps you to combat that, and it gives you an alternative to drinking milk or having dairy for some of you know your most popular dishes. So next. I really want to touch on uh, eating in season. So this is just an overall habit. You know, you're not going to do this just for the wintertime, but you're going to do it all the time. So you really want to shop in season. Now, the reason you want to shop in season is because when we're working to eat healthier, when we're working to eat more vegetables or, you know, take better care of our bodies, the biggest, biggest thing that helps to make that easier is when the food tastes good. So when the food tastes good, it makes it easy to eat more vegetables. It makes it pleasant. You know, you kind of look forward to it. Um, so for that reason, you really want to eat in season because the foods, the, you know, the fruits, the vegetables, they literally taste better during the season that um, – you know, they're actually grown. So, for example, right now, um, what's in season are a lot of fruit. So, a lot of carrots, a lot of beets, a lot of, um, oh, let's see what else. Carrots, beets, um, and, of course, you know, onions. And so, you know, instead of saying, oh, I don't like those things, you know, kind of seek out the in-season items that you really enjoy. Um, so one I would give, for example, are beets. Um, and so to enjoy beets, you know, which are absolutely great, you know, really healthy for you, um, I had to figure out, okay, how can I make it so that, one, the beets taste good, and, two, that it's easy to just kind of grab and go when it comes to them, you know? So what I found was, just boiling the beets because I am all for, you know, dishes that take 10 minutes or less, you know, like, or that you can do while doing something else. And, you know, boiling, just rinsing off your beets, scrubbing them a little, and putting a little salt in. Um, it's really easy and it's convenient. So you just literally are going to just boil them. Um, add some salt, and then you are able to just use the beets for the rest of the of the, of the week. 
Um, so it's kind of like what I what I really really enjoy, um, or more so I like to do because it's helpful and convenient, is prepare like root vegetables ahead of time, and make it so that it's something you can just grab and go. Because you know how easy it is to grab potato chips. It's easy to grab potato chips so that you can just go. So say you just like say you bake a whole bunch of root vegetables at the beginning of the week, or you boil your your beets so that you can slice them up and throw them on your salad. You know, do little things like that that really trick yourself into eating more healthy food because it makes it convenient, right? You want to make it easy for yourself to be healthy. And um, doing things like boiling beets and a little bit of salt water, um, you know, or baking a pan of parsnips and I would say turnips, but I tried those, and that tastes a unique person with a unique palate to like those, mainly because they're bitter. But um, parsnips as well as beets and potatoes are good to be baked. And then, you know, you just, you know, throw them in the fridge, and then you pull out, you know, a little bit as you go throughout the week. And so, you know, the root vegetables are the vegetables that I'm really, really, I really recommend um, eating during the wintertime because they're in season. And what's also great is that they're pretty hardy. The the root vegetables are pretty hardy. You don't feel like, you know, darn it, I need to go get a piece of pizza because I'm still starving, right? Um, but that plays into, like, protein as well. Um, but they're pretty hardy and they're absolutely delicious. So, you know, use the boiling your your beets ahead of time. Um, and then also just baking up some root vegetables. And when it comes to root vegetables, um, you just need a little bit of olive oil and about 30 minutes. Um, I would say the temperature that I use is about 350. Um, and so olive oil, I use, uh, I use, I use rock salt. Um, but yeah, you can use the salt that you have, um, and salt and pepper. And time is very frequent. Time is a very, it's in pretty much everything I eat. Um, but use those things when you're when you're cooking, and it'll just make it so much easier. It makes being healthy during the winter time easy. It makes being warm during the winter time easy. So um, I highly, highly recommend those. So we went over, uh, you know main dishes that you should cook for the wintertime that contribute to keeping your energy up. Um, Now, these are all non-dairy, non-meat options. And as someone that doesn't eat a bunch of meat, I do not want to leave you guys hanging because, you know, what I have found is that if I do not eat uh, a protein, so maybe like a handful of um, almonds and a little bit of cashews or uh, a boiled egg, then I will be hungry to the point of distraction where I, you know, I can't focus or I'm tired or I lose energy very, very quickly. So in addition to, um, you know, having black bean soup, having spices added, you know, uh, you know baking good, I recommend um, having a protein that you like. So finding out a a mix of nuts 
that you enjoy or eggs that you enjoy and uh, or a way of cooking eggs that you enjoy. Um, I just like a plain boiled egg because it makes it easy to get on the go. But if you like another way, you know, that's fine as well. But the whole point is you really want to keep your energy up. Uh, another factor for uh, for the wintertime, and this is actually year-round, is making sure that you're getting your water in. Um, so this is an absolutely great opportunity to kind of get in all of those warm drinks. So, you know, I touched upon the cashew milk, which you can add into your chai tea. You can add it into your coffee. And, of course, you can add it into, um, I mean, depending on how you like your tea, you can add it in other teas as well. But um, I like that the wintertime is an opportunity to just drink warm water. And, you know, a lot of, sometimes people talk about, you know, drinking lemon water in the morning. and Some people are drinking apple cider and all that such, uh, such items. But um, really take advantage of the opportunity to drink warm water. Um, it helps a great deal. So for those tuning in, thank you for joining me on the Happy Me Radio Show with Lillian. Um, we will be transitioning into including more topics that are not just on the knee, but a lot of other things. But make sure you visit thehappyme.com. Use the code RADIO to get $10 off of anything in the Happy Me um, shop and especially get the Food for Happy Me guide. That is awesome. Um, and I will include the links to the cashew milk recipe as well as the black bean recipe. Those are dishes that are absolutely critical for the winter months and that will literally change like the level of difficulty of eating healthy. So really, it will really reduce it. Um, so thank you so much for joining me this week. Next week, we should be talking about yoga and making it really customized to you. So I look forward to that. Thank you so much for joining. Have a great weekend. Two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.